So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Big breaking news in WWE. Vince McMahon is back. Yes, this was already a big story in 2022. It's an even bigger story in 2023. We're going to get into all the details right now. Share the link. Pass it on. Get in the conversation below watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. yep the news is right there vince mcmahon is back in wwe it is official the news was initially uh broken yesterday by wall street journal that vince mcmahon had intentions to return to wwe as the majority shareholder after the big scandalous exit last year and his abrupt retirement in the middle of an investigation and now he is back on the executive board of wwe so immediately everyone wants to think how this is going to affect everything i'm kev callum that is emily may heller uh, Emily, we, we cover the business. We're fans of the business. Obviously, that's how you get into it. But what a story to process right now, right? There's a lot to process. I know that this is probably, you know, it was a very uh, short and short uh, statement that WWE released today a few hours ago. Um, and I think there's going to be more that will come out out of this. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg there. This is direct from WWE. This isn't like, oh, broken by anyone else. This is Wall Street Journal reports it yesterday. WWE puts out a statement today on their corporate website. WWE is providing the following update regarding the composition of its board of directors and the exploration of strategic alternatives. Today, we announce the founder, Vince McMahon, will be returning to the board and said chairman, uh, said chairman and co-CEO, Stephanie McMahon, and Nick Khan, Chief Content Officer Paul Levesque. We also welcome back Michelle Wilson and George Barrios to our board of directors. Together, we look forward to exploring strategic alternatives. It's worth noting there, Vince is not the chairman of WWE. He's on the board, obviously, uh, and he's going to be involved, and in, he's a majority shareholder. He'd be, he'd be involved in the company in some like uh, indirect way. Now this is certainly more direct, but yeah. it's worth noting, uh, Stephanie McMahon is still the co-chairwoman of this company. Nick Khan is still in this company. And in the still in the steam content, uh, chief content officer, Paul Levesque, Triple H, the head booker of WWE. You, we'll use the wrestling term there. Uh, they're still in positions of power. So I, I guess the people that are going to all lose their mind about this, the, the, the people you like in power on that side of the story, they're still there. Yeah, this is, this is very key. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is still very key to understand that it's important that she still is chairwoman. Stephanie McMahon is, you know, uh, Paul Levesque is still um, in his place, as you saw through the statement. And I think what's important here, if we break down some of this language, I think that one of the, the one of the most key terms from a business perspective and a, and someone watching the business and watching what WWE is doing, I think the key language that's important is the language strategic alternatives. Because that means that 
you know, Vince McMahon is coming back and potentially these two other board members who have a history with WWE to look at a merger or a selling of the company. So strategic alternatives, that's very important to understand and to think yeah. about that this was, a, this was, seems to be a strategic plan to um, think about these uh, options. Yeah, I, I got to talk to Bill after someone we deeply respect who understands the wrestling business and has been around Vince McMahon and had conversations with him uh, dating back to like the 70s. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he, he's aware of the situation here. People saying the fall of WWE begins. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. So so that's a whole other conversation here. Uh, but this opens up so many different things. Uh, you know, people saying this is the beginning of the end of WWE. Why can't Vince just go away and take his ego with him and never come back? He is obviously absolutely screw up the whole WWE forever. Where is Austin 316 when we need him? Well, that's more uh, what you're talking about there, uh, Bronco Dan. What a name, Bronco Dan, by the way. I just want to say I like that name. Um, the, I think the wording in this was kind of keen. This isn't me giving the pass on WWE. I think Vince returning under these circumstances is odd. It's worth noting, though. There, there's legal things here. There's millions of dollars in NDAs that were paid. There's all these different things. There's moving money around in WWE to do this. And uh, there's some people who say, well, if you're going to pay those NDAs, it affects our stock price. It is a company thing, even though you may say it. So like, there's all that debate. And I'm not debating whether or not those things are bad or negative or affect people. We're, we're not, because we just don't have the time to cover that right now. What we can tell you is Vincent Mann is back in WWE. He shifted the entire executive board. He clearly has a lot of influence. He already owned 51% of the company. Yeah. So, I mean, and he was never going to be completely out of influence with WWE, but he certainly, you saw a change under Stephanie McMahon, yeah. Nick Khan, and Triple H. There was that really uh, big shift, obviously, when yeah. leadership kind of moved over to kind of the, I'm going to say like the next generation, you know. Um, what I what What is interesting is that he brought back two board members that were former co-presidents of WWE, former marketing directors of WWE. And that I think is important to note as well. Um, is that these two these two people, um, uh, George and, and Michelle, they they left previously and then now they're coming back. Um, and I think that's important because as you look at from a business perspective, as you look at strategic options of like how to best get, I guess, the the, the most money out of what you want to do and kind of your your strategic and business goals. It's important to have people that have history with the company and have built, like they built the WWE network. They built kind of these media assets that might be part of that equity that they're looking at. Uh, and it, this is all building to WWE doing some type of sale, which has been in the works in the eyes of many, many people in the business for a long, long time. And I don't know how you would be able to sell this company without the majority shareholder being involved in it. Um it does feel like there had to be some concessions made by Vince in some way. Like if you're coming back, here's how we're doing this, you know, mm -hmm. like, and, uh, and it feels it's, it does feel weird. The whole thing does. There's, there's a lot of weirdness to it. And then we get the word from Fightful Select late last night that they spoke to many people within WWE who were caught off guard, had no idea about this. Some of them just saying it's above their pay grade. I know you've talked to people in the wrestling industry. I've talked to some who were very, very shocked by this news. And felt if WWE was going to continue to move towards a sale or a merger of some kind with another major media company, that, yeah, sure, Vince would be involved in it, uh, but you could bring him in as a consultant. You could bring him in on a different uh, yeah. way. Have him on the board for some people. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, I mean, now, that isn't my take. What have you heard? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I, I think some people have been blindsided. I feel like there has been rumor and speculation that this would happen, you know, the last few months. 
um, you know, like in November, December, there was kind of like rumor and speculation that he would uh, come back in some capacity. But I think to your point that I think he has to come back in a very specific way. And, you know, obviously it doesn't seem to me he's coming back in a creative capacity. It looks like he's just coming back in order to deal with this potential this potential sale or merger and to kind of kind of from what I've read kind of calm down the the stock uh, and board you know try to have kind of a, a cohesive team to figure out next steps um and the stock was up and stock, stock was up. like it's yeah that's another thing where people say oh, this is the end of the WWE the stock went up significantly by like eleven dollars when trading opened up today uh, and this news was coming and they waited to announce this news on a Friday. I think that's key though. They wanted to announce this news on a Friday. You and I work in the media business. When a P when a press release is put on on a Friday, Friday is yeah. that because the company is pumped about the reaction they're going to get to this? Or is it a strategic move? Like we feel we have to do this. So we're going to do this now. So there's less chatter, but I, I think, I don't know if you can do that. That works in every other media entity. When Warner brothers was doing all those cuts, you would find out about them on a Friday the going into a weekend. Yeah. Know people would talk about it, but all oh, football's on Sunday. This happens with WWE. You have SmackDown tonight. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. WWE is like a totally different, uh, it's completely kind of outside media of that beast where it's it does, like the normal, kind of journalism press rules of like when you should release stuff it just doesn't it doesn't um apply here you know because mm -hmm. anything that breaks even at 8 a.m on a friday it's uh it's gonna go far so mm -hmm. um yeah it doesn't really apply here uh yuri asking this will he have creative rights uh let's talk about that uh, obviously triple h uh, he is the head of uh, content for WWE. He oversees a lot of different things. He's brought back a bunch of different wrestlers that were released under the different regime. We're using that term regime a lot. Um, but WWE is kind of always going to be a Vince McMahon thing, whether you like it or not. Even if when he's gone, when he, when he passes away, it will be a Vince McMahon thing. Disney is always going to be Walt Disney. I think for, in some way his influence will be felt in it, depending, not even depending on who's working or he's performing on screen. Um, so I think that's kind of interesting. Um do you, do you think he can influence the product on screen? He's going to have to. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know how much. Uh, I don't know how much he can change. I don't know if he's going to come in and say, wow, hey, you know, let's get rid of all happen. these people. Yeah. I mean, do you think like what I was thinking about this morning is how this will affect some of the individuals that have decided to come back to WWE or those rumored to come back if this will affect their decision you know, obviously we don't know behind closed doors if things have been signed or things like that. Um, but there have some been some people that have, have come back recently and it's it's it gets me thinking um how that will affect um even people currently in the you know uh, a part of the the creative team and on the on the the roster. <clears throat> uh David John saying this apparently Vince has said that he has no intention of impacting the good work that management team has done. But I won't hold my breath, says David John. Uh, well, let's read a little bit more of what's going on from this WWE statement and what they put out yeah. today. Because I don't want to, I don't, these are the things we can break down. You know, WWE has an exceptional management team in place. I do not intend for my return to have any impact on the roles, duties, or responsibilities. So that's a clarification in, in some bold text from Vince. Hey, I'm not going to change what's already been done. Yeah. But like I agree with Dave to some degree, we kind of have to hold our breath until he does that until we, you know, see that he's not going to be like, all right, this is all, oh, we're all going to shift this away from where you've been going since July, 2022. 
Yeah, well, and I think, I think uh, you know, we kind of mentioned it briefly before is that, you know, Stephanie is the chairwoman. She is, mm-hmm. she's, you know, leading this company um, with, uh, with Paul and Nick Khan. And what I feel like is they had to come to some sort of agreement. Like, here's your guardrails. Here's your limitations. If, because, because obviously lots of people are talking about this and will talk about this. So I feel like that had to be part of the conversation. Like, Hey, we have to clarify that this is your role. This is your responsibility. And you have to stay in that lane, which is hard for someone to do. That's been a part of establishing the biggest media, you know, sports company in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, people saying, oh, Triple H, you're mm-hmm. fired. No, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to no. happen. So that's another thing. I, I don't know. Um, I, I, just, I don't see him coming in and being like, this guy's gone. This guy's gone. This guy's gone. This guy's gone. I really think this is, it's been laid out. The alternative, that's the term, right? To build it to an alternative. This is the cash out. This is like, hey, uh, we're going to we're, we're gonna sell to X, Y, and Z and all those different things. And that was a big thing we were talking about yesterday. Uh, Bill Apser, who uh, obviously knows a lot about WWE and has for decades, talked about their long-staying relationship with NBC Universal, which d- dates back to like the early 80s. Uh, and MTV, Viacom, was the first to say like, hey, we're going to take you out of syndicated television, put you on a major network major, cable, yeah. all right? So Viacom could be a player. They have Paramount Plus. They're going to want some big stuff on it. All the big major media companies, let's get into the sale talk here, have their own streaming platform. Yeah. We've seen what they did for Peacock. Peacock Peacock's yeah. numbers went up. It's tied to WWE. They have Yellowstone, which is one of the most streamed watch shows in the world. They have some premier sports overseas. They have some big things. They had Olympics on it, right? That didn't do that well. WWE probably is a safer bet for some people than the Olympics, which is kind of crazy to say. And I know some Olympic sports fans are going to scream at the screens, but this is millions of people. Uh, subscribing to a service because they know WWE premium pay-per-views are going to be on it. I think that's the that's a pivotal part of what they do. When they built the network in 2014, they it was kind of a proof of concept. Like, yeah. look how strong it our library is. It was testing to see how far that that could go um, on their own. They had to test it first, right? Mm-hmm. And then see, okay, if we went somewhere else, like Peacock, because I remember that transition happened, I think, WrestleMania week, right? So it was like everyone had to sign up for Peacock. Those numbers were just through the roof and, and, and it's, it's accessible there's interactive problems with it and different things like that but at this point it could move it could go somewhere else like the deal for peacock by the way is separate from the deals for raw and smackdown for so some people that don't know we're also entering into a negotiation year for those television contracts which are incredibly built on wwe's wealth uh those were the first one the fox one the most recent one from about four years ago was the first billion dollar deal Mm -hmm. for television rights and pro wrestling then immediately nbc universal signed the same type of deal to get nxt it was much much smaller obviously but still like they're making their money on it because it's not the same type of audience uh and you get raw and then they have you know i i'm more inclined to think that they go with nbc universal with this right and there's a lot of reasons for this that i think that go beyond just television rights um, the shift into the amusement world uh, is something that's been happening. Disney is shoring up all that Marvel stuff. The Marvel deal at Universal Studios in Orlando and in, in California, that will come up soon. And those will shift completely over to the Disney side of things. Well, what do we put in that Marvel area? What's a universe that we can get that has a multi-generational world of fans like a Marvel and WWE says WWE Universe. Yeah. What could we put? Are you, you know, saying wow. we're getting a you know, theme the, park? The Hall of Fame doesn't have 
a destination. It doesn't have a physical place, does it? Like that's the the one that comes to mind. It was like NBC Universal. Give me a, a a place. Give me NXT live in an amusement park with an arena. All that stuff. I say go go for broke with it. You know. Are we gonna do like a Water World but WWE? <laughs> The plane's gonna fly. Is this, in. Why, is this what's gonna happen? Like giant, like Pirates of the Caribbean, but... hologram Undertaker. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do <laughs> let's, it. Let's I think it can happen. I mean, anything can happen. Uh, we're getting into the sillier side of things, I but know. I mean, obviously, Disney's gonna be in play here. Uh, you mean, know, other players are gonna be involved in this, and they're gonna want to have something on there. Uh, the Hulu deal was just extended for one year just to get to the next television window, mm-hmm. and I really think they want everything going to one place. You know, because they have multiple deals. They have multiple kind of media deals right now. And I think it would be smart for them to think about having one platform, one one media buyer. And maybe that's what they're thinking about. Um, just because we all have to like, I mean, all of us have a million subscriptions, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of how, how we do it these days. But I think it will be interesting to see how they deal with also the creative, just the creative media rights, like, because uh, there's there's a distribution deals right and but then also if they do um, negotiate these deals do these companies have um, any rights to any of these uh, kind of intellectual properties and things like that I think there's it's so much more complicated than I think we can even break down here mm-hmm. it's just so much to swallow obviously fans having some fun with it here yeah who's great fun. he's been he's been watching my stuff for years thank you so much he goes mcmahon will change the name of wrestlemania this year to yeah. vince a mania well here's the thing before even this return story there was some talk of like hey why don't we do a farewell vince mcmahon thing at wrestlemania in los angeles and initially there was even some people being like yeah. but now we're in this direction I don't know. I think there's going to have to be some assurances to that locker room, to that crew, to that creative team. Like, hey, this is where we are. Vince isn't involved in creative anymore. But I I just, I don't know. And obviously for us as fans, that's the thing we want to know. Is he going to be holding the pen? Uh, In some ways, he's holding a pen. You know, he's definitely holding a pen here. He's not the chairperson of the company, but he's there. And I heard many, many people say, oh, he put Stephanie in there. He's just running the company through her. You know, this is the this is the mob boss, you know, on the phone, yeah. even though he's in prison, hey, say, do hey. this, do that. <laughs> no, I don't thing. think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. Emily, Emily, yeah. there's money hidden in the mattress. <laughs> you know, hey, like that hey. type of thing. Check the drawer. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so what what do you think is do you think Stephanie still has influence in this company or is it less? No, I mean I think oh, I think she had I, I don't think it's changed for her. I think she's I think it I think it's shifted in the sense of like, they have to um, be strategic financially and really like be smart about their next move. But I feel like Mm -hmm. there isn't, I think they wouldn't have done this if she didn't feel confident. And again, I'm like speculating that if she didn't feel confident in her role and what she's doing for the future of the company, I feel like they wouldn't have decided that the the backlash is harsh from fans. There's really a lot, a lot of fans that are mad about this, but I'm saying, I do think they definitely wanted to, curb this as much as they could in terms of like he's just here wink wink to sell the company but i i just i i, I gotta know it's not i don't think we're gonna know by the time we get to the royal rumble what what, what influence i think yeah. he has this and i want to know like kind of triple how h long this... we're, gonna, we're gonna it's gonna we're gonna have to wait a few months to see no triple h wanted you to know right away like he yeah. was in charge and, he was and i want to know like how long this will be Like, that's my question is like, is it six months? Is it a year? Is it just a a short term thing where it's like, they're going to, you know, he's going to come in, do, do his, 
do his thing to kind of, you know, do the merger, do the selling, do, you know, figure out. Which could change everything to do next, too. Could change everything too. So that's what I'm wondering is like how long, because you don't just bring someone on and then not have a plan. Like you have to have a plan first. And so I'm mm-hmm. wondering how long it will take if, uh, if an announcement will happen before WrestleMania um, or after. And I think that's a very, you know, it's the top of the year. So we have a few months, but it's interesting to think like if it's going to happen right before WrestleMania, because we've had big announcements like that happen right before. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, the, the video game, they, they shifted the video game, which is usually their, one of their biggest products that isn't just a wrestling TV show or a, a live event ticket or merchandise. That's the biggest merch item they'll drop all year is the video game. So, we know that gets announced around that time. They do announce some, oh, we will, we're in WrestleMania next year. We'll be in this area, you know? And I, I'm of the thought that, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting conversation um, closer to WrestleMania about who's going to buy this company mm-hmm. and what they're going to do with it and where this content is going to go. It, it would be odd, though, I think, for them to announce something like, uh, oh, we're bought by Disney, but we're doing business with NBA Universe. You know, like, like that may be odd, um, but I definitely think, Around WrestleMania time, you, I agree with you. There will be more here. Uh, we kind of close with some comments here from some fans. I want to make sure you guys get your take in here. Robert texting in, Triple H been doing great. Vince brought the sport under the past few years. Since he has left WWE, he's gotten better to watch. I think so, too. It's more focused. It's more dialed in. There's more cohesion of the story week to week. Yeah, and there's uh, cohesion it, within the within the brands too. Like that's what's yeah, and, been and interesting. There, like there's a more of a seamless transition between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. There are brands, but the brand splits went out the window a long time ago. They'll, they'll do roster changes and stuff like that, but I don't think that's as a big deal for fans. And it doesn't help you, I think, tell great stories and stuff like that too. You know, you're, you're able to do some different things here. Um, Want to say this, uh, Paul Savage. Welcome back, Vince. Triple H has given uh, talents away. It's time, Vince, take over WWE Ooh, from Triple take? H. Okay. Oh, well, Paul, I mean, Vince was always going to be involved in this to some degree. Um, but the statement says, I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to do away with any of the work that people done. And but I, to some people, time will prove whether or not yeah, that's And I true. think we just have to take it for what it is. You know, uh, believe the statement and then uh, just uh, see what happens. In terms of like a media name or a mm-hmm. mogul or an influencer buying WWE, I did a video about this like last year. Yeah. And this is before the whole Vince thing happened. And it was around the time the XL, XFL stuff was ramping up. And, and Rock, obviously, and his investment group have purchased the XFL. They have a deal with the ESPN. They're going to roll out in April. Oh, wow. What a time to get your name back out there with everyone talking for WrestleMania. That could happen. Uh, so could The Rock buy WWE? He, if they brought him in and just an executive role, that would be, I mean, like, Oof. You know, like that would be that would calm. I wouldn't say that would calm a lot of waters, but I just don't know if it's this is something where Rock wants to be associated with all the heat that's on this right now. You know, I think that's because he's very much a Hollywood guy at this point too. Maybe this yeah, keeps him out of WrestleMania, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it's. Uh, I mean, there could be there could be a few uh, celebrities and stuff like that that could that could probably uh, purchase or or invest at least gather some investors. I don't think it could be one person. I think it's going to have to be multiple people. Um, but that's an interesting take. Kim Gray, always, always supportive. Crew. Kim, I appreciate it. This is the same man who would rewrite show scripts the day of. Yes, I've heard that report many, many times. He will change his mind. So he'll change his mind about running WWE. I don't know. I, I think there's good. There, there had to be some negotiation in the sense of like, if you're coming back, here's how you're coming back. 
Like to me, that's what I think this statement says. And in emphatic, and that first line, here are the people that are the two top executives of the company. Here's the chief content officer. Vince is coming back for strategic alternatives, you know, like, uh, and he's on the board and there was other people brought in. And also another thing is like, he has 51% of the company. If he wanted to That's sell his stock right else, there. Yeah. You know, some, some succession stuff going on here. You know, I've heard a lot of people say the rock buying WB. It's not such a bad idea. He brought the back the XFL. Yes. I've heard some other people say that uh, Jonathan with a comment here. I love the way triple H is run uh, doing matches over and over. Like Vince McMahon was doing triple H has done so much to help bring back fans. Mm -hmm. Will this lose fans? Will fans tune out? Um, talking to Bill after yesterday, I was a little bit more uh, tedious and a little bit more like held back. And Bill was like, no, I don't, I don't think this will affect fans at all. Um, and I could see more of the uh, insider people like us, the diehards who are following everything online, having more of an issue with it. But yeah, at the end of the day, I know we've been talking here for 20 minutes. I don't know if this will detract fans from watching, um, but it still puts a, a, a weird ghost over the whole thing to some, for some people that have issues with it, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it kind of, you know, they took a very big stand, obviously, the last year of, you know, the investigation and kind of looking more into the accusations. And then <clears throat> to have something like this happen is not going to leave fans, leave all fans happy and leave all fans ready to watch the product again and support the company. So I think it is we're going to have like a mixed bag of reactions here. Mm -hmm. uh, for people uh, who want to know, I've dropped the link to WWE's corporate website, which is the full press release that they put out themselves. This isn't like us saying, oh, you guys are saying this, but no, WWE said it. This is all yeah. quotes from people in a press release. Um, and other people saying Bischoff will we'll buy WWE. Eric Bischoff is going to be back in power. I don't know if that's something Eric Bischoff wants to do. I'm not yeah. speaking for him. I don't think that will be it. People saying, what about The Undertaker and The Rock? What about The Undertaker and The Rock buy WWE? <laughs> Everyone just saying who should who they want to buy the WWE. Yeah. When you give wrestling fans an opportunity, they will fantasy book a situation, won't they? Uh, Emily, if they want to follow you on Twitter and the socials, where do they go? You can follow me on all socials at Emily Mayheller, M-A-E. And yeah, go check it out. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kelm. That's K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M. So busy with all the different things I'm doing in comedy. And stuff around. Like that. <laughs> I, I don't sit down. I don't sit down. Yesterday, I did two radio shows, two videos, a live podcast, and then I went and did a comedy show that was all in like 12 hours. So I live, I live a very busy life, uh, and we're covering this busy news for you as well. Uh, for everything on this story, of course, hit sportskeeda.com. And remember, when watching wrestling, take a deep breath and enjoy wrestling.